This is Two Mug Punters. Over to you, fellas. Hello and welcome to another episode of Two Mug Punters, the podcast made by punters for, well, everyone. My name is Fryzy and joining me once again, we have Mitchie, Gazmin, Alice. Gaz, how are we? Living. Living after last week. I was a bit nervous, but I'm living. I'm alive. How are you feeling after your uh, mighty days got up? Oh, she's been she's been a roller coaster of emotions, but all good emotions, you could say. Good. good. During that third quarter, fuck, I was worried. They got 19 points up. The Bont had basically the whole game on his shoulders. Had Norm. He had Norm in his pocket. He had everything going for him, but, um, you know, 100 to 7 after... The nine-minute mark. That's of, not bad going. Of is the it? third quarter, um, I heard that you may have got a message from a bulldog fan, basically celebrating when they got nineteen points up. Um, Quite a few messages, actually. Yeah. So you know, it, it. But you know, after all I've said and I've apologised, it feels good to be right. Yeah. They just they didn't win the grand final. No. And, and as um, Hibbo said, if you're not first, you're last. Correct. So correct. Um, never, never true words. So but we're on top, and you know, congratulations. Hope, hopefully, we can stay up there, and next year, I hopefully, get to go to the grand yes. final. All right, it's time for our first segment. They're in the gate. What's your in the gates moment, guys? Mine in the gates this week. I know there's a lot of good racing on NRL grand finals on, but just the clash between incentivize and very elegant. Incentivize the up and coming horse has a group one under the belt now. Very elegant, the best two thousand meter horse I reckon in Australia. Arguably, he's coming up to that sort of mark now, and they're just going to clash in this big battle. You got horses that are just around it that are group one winners as well, and it just yeah, this is the calm before the storm. No, no nerves for me this week because the footy's fucking finally done. Yeah, uh, I'm just excited. Back, fabulous Flemington. You know, we've got the group one. So, like you said, we've got incentivized versus very elegant. Um, the D's are champions. I'm just excited. That's yep. all I am. I'm just very excited. All right. Talking of this weekend, we're at Flemington. Currently a good four. Rail out nine for the entire circuit. And the first one, or the first race, is a 1,000-meter listed race, which is the Maribyrnong trial. Yeah, tough race this one. Bunch of two-year-olds who haven't raced. So, I'm just going to go Black Tahitian. On the basis that it's trained by Kay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott. They are flying. Yeah. They are and flying. So you know we will fit. He'll be up the front. Um, his dad, Deepfield, was a good juvenile group two winner. Uh, won a trial here at Flemington nicely as well. So I'll go with him at $9. I think he's worth a play if you want to have a play in the first race, of course. Yeah. I've, my notes were this is a dart throwing race. Yes. Because basically what you're doing is you're throwing at a dart board. You know, they say the market is normally a good... Um, guide for this race, but having a look at the last few winners, they've they've been above eight dollars. So it's not as though the yep. favourites are just winning. The one that I did sort of notice a little bit was the Wizard King had a really nice jump out at Cranbourne over eight hundred meters. Admittingly, it was um, ridden out very hard towards the line, but sometimes I don't mind that because I think you know it's cold. He might be a bit lazy and just sort of do what he needs to do. So um, you know, I've already got on. At $61. Yes. Just a little play. Yep. Um, you know, Mathrick's not a bad little trainer. And, and if the money comes for it, talk about a money stable. Uh, make sure you're following that already. But for me, you know, it's a real throw. So most people, I would assume, would just be watching. And then you can gauge these horses and go from there. But the Wizard King, like I said, at 
stupid odds. Um, I'll be having a small play on that. All right, race two, the 1800 meter superimposed stakes, which is at listed grade once again. Tough race this one again. Not too sure who to go with. I'm, I'm going to, with not a great deal of confidence, I'm going to go with Celestial Fury. Oh, Dad's horse. Dad's horse, yes. People, listeners will know that my dad uh, owns a testicle of this horse. So, yeah. ran here last Wednesday, ran the last uh, fastest last 200 meters of that race. If he gets a better run, I reckon he's right in it. Yeah. Now, I did watch a replay of this race, and down the order here, we have Magic Mikey. Ran home with Celestial Fury and flew past, you know, Footlights, I think. Uh, Grinzinger King, who's been scratched now, but so that yep. doesn't matter anymore. Um, I just think those two, I'd have them both in early quarties for a knockout blow, I think. Um, yeah, tough race again. Uh, I like uh, Tudukaka here. So the 1,400 metres at Flemington on the 11th of September was obviously too short, but it was coming off an 11-week let-up. Um, obviously ran at... Queensland during that winter carnival that they have, back up to 1,800 metres, had one start at 1,800 metres and walked in. Also, if we do get, you know, this fraction of rain that they're talking about, uh, I'm not too worried with this horse being out of Tavistock. I think it will handle it if it's wet. Um, so for me, really good play. You're getting $7 and $2.50 at the moment, somewhere around there. Um, so very, very fair Can you price. Just say, that, say the name of the horse again for me? Tudukaka. Good. Is that okay? That is very okay. All right. It's time for Bad Beat of the Week. God, son of a bitch! Yeah, Bad Beat of the Week for me. Zuzarella last week for no, anyone that... Uh, fuck. Yeah. He was. He might as well have been 600 metres last yeah. and flew home, got beaten a pimple at yeah. around the $2 mark. Um, everyone backed him yeah. and just couldn't get there. So it sh- it shows, a, though, that everyone makes beat. mistakes because Brett Preble has been... Low flying. On fire, yes, um, on fire, yes. So, again, it just shows that everyone makes We're not mistakes. here to bash him, but... No, yes. it was not probably not the best uh, performance he's done in the Correct. last month. What was your uh, bad beat? My bad beat is a little bit left field here. Taylor Yole, she's a young harness driver in Victoria coming up. Yep. She had her first race drive yesterday at Maryborough on a first starter called Hearts Last. Good it man. was a dollar ninety yep. into a dollar forty. Couldn't have asked for a better Stable horse. Stable thought, you know, drive. we'll look after Taylor first little ride or uh, yep. drive. Yep. And she's gone on the front. She probably went a little bit fraction too fast the first quarter. She probably got a little bit nervous. She went sort of twenty seven something like that to get to yep. the front. Anyway, one of the experienced drivers just sort of on the second favorite popped in behind her. Yeah, good. Followed her the whole way, <laughs> nabbed her on the line. <laughs> Beaten half a head in your, said, first, how you drive. in your first drive. So I'm sure she's going to have a really good career, but yeah, bad beat. Imagine bad beat, that. that Imagine that beat. story. You know, you go home, had one drive, got first drive, got a winner. You know, monkeys off the back. You know, she might be a little bit nervous yeah. the next time she drives a dollar forty favorite. All right, race three is the Group Two Manifold Stakes, which is over a mile and ten meters. I'm going to go with Adela Moore here. Uh, ran well behind Barb Raider the other week, uh, who went on to win the Derby, uh, Oaks Trail sorry, last week. was <coughs> very impressive. Yep. Um, that's good enough form for me. Drops kilo, uh, two kilos from that run. Gets barrier six. Should get the run of the race. $11, um, I suspect, at the jump of the race will come in a little bit. So You want to talk about the run of the race. Glint of hope here. Finally gets up to a mile. Flashed home and was only beaten or was beaten under two lengths by Cuban Link, which then yes. went to Flemington on the preview day and won in that really tight finish where there was four yes. of them going over the line. 
This horse is screaming. She's screaming for a mile and probably even more. And you can get $9 and $2.80 to place. Please, please, listeners, if you're one of those few people that listen you know, late on a Thursday, take the $9 now because yes. it will not be $9. And I think Glint of Hope will at least run a place. So yep. each way, maybe each one way, by three. Way, but-, um, but definitely be having a play and getting on sooner rather than later so you don't miss those odds. All right, race four, the Group 2 Gilgai Stakes over 1,200. Small field, only eight in it with the uh, scratch, uh, scratching of lost and running. Going to go with Zutori here. Um, as we pointed out last time, Group 1 winner over 1,200 metres here. Was given Splintex four kilos last time. That's not the case here. Um, one kilo difference. Zutori has won this race before, 59 kilos, so no problem with the weight there. And I think it can win. And um, yeah. I also heard the stable talking, or Simon Zara was talking, and said they didn't expect it to win. So hence why you and I were very surprised. So building on it, yeah. Those odds saying was still wintry, had the woolly coat, has really trained on. Look, I said there's not much between four of them here, but Zutori yeah. is probably the most likely winner I for I think me. the away game is probably the other one that hasn't done much wrong either. Yeah, I just think second up, there's probably a little bit more in Zutori rather than yep. the others, and yep. they're going to have to be better than yes, what they yeah, were to beat yeah. him. So, Zutori for me. All right. What caught your eye this week? I just wanted to mention that Dogs fans were awfully quiet on social media after their ranting and raving for three weeks about how they were going to the finals, Gaz hates them, bullying me into submission. And um, I just found there was no, like, you know, well done Ds, well done Fryzy, this, that, and the other. It was just, oh, fuck this, fuck that. Whatever. So for me, um, what caught my eye was Ravi Ash, Ravi Chandra Ashwin again. Again in hot in water. The what happened? I flicked over this story. What happened? So last, I think it was the last ball of the innings. Yeah. Is this um, in the IPL? In the IPL. Yeah. Um, they got a single. Someone had a throw at the stumps. It hit um, Rashad Pant's uh, bat. Yep. Deflected off. Normally, spirit of the game, if you hit your bat, you don't run. Yep. <laughs> Ashwin was halfway down the wicket. Got Pant to run again to get an extra single to finish the game off. And there was chaos. People were just coming in, just calling the dog and all yep. of these sorts of things. Which, let's be honest, his track record now... And for people, I was going to say, for people that are following this that don't know what's going on he's, in cricket, he doesn't have a great He doesn't ready. really play in the spirit yes. of the game. So... Does it, not a rule breaker, he's just a bit of a knob. Yeah, so. and there's it's like an unwritten rule. Like, you yep. do not do these sorts of things. Like, man-catting, which he's done before. Yep, correct. Um, and, you know, it's kind of like in soccer. If someone goes down injured, you don't have to kick the ball out so that they can get attention. Yeah, correct, yeah. But you do it because you it's in it, the spirit yeah. of the Good game. So, for me, I just think he's yeah, he's a bit of a dick. And, Acker. And, yeah. So, that caught my eye this week. All right, race five is the Group 2 Danehill Stakes. Up to straight once again, 1,100. Some very talented horses in this one. One, two, four, twelve to finish the early quarter here. Hard to split him. I'll stick with ingratiating on top. I think he's the best of this sprinting crop of three-year-olds. Um, gets on level weights here with Ranch Hand, who beat him last start. I think that will help. And um, I think he's better than this lot. So I think he can win on talent. So General Bow, for me, after last start, showed that it has another string to its racing where it can actually go back. And to be fair, I think he looked a lot better going back and then running on. So I wouldn't be surprised if they do, if they sort of adopt that approach from now on with this horse to sort of let it settle, 
find its feet and then dash home. Normally, it's sitting right towards the front of the race, if not leading. Loves to straight. And for me, I just think maybe they've discovered the key to yep. this to this horse. Um, and the other one I wanted to mention is Forbes. Now, I was pretty keen on it last start. It was about the $8, $9 last start. You're getting close to 50s if you shop around now. And I think he's a quirky horse. And he might just be that sort of horse that straight racing might just do it for him. It might be something completely out of the ordinary that sparks him up. And this horse has a motor. He has a fucking motor. So I just think at 50 to 1s, please make sure you're not losing on the race if Forbes runs a hell of a race. Even if you're just backing him to place because you're getting close to $10 to place. I like the change of distance here too. Back to 1,100 metres this race from 1,200. I just think it brings, you know... 1,200 is too far for some of these younger horses to sprint. Yeah. 1,000 metres is too short. 1,100 is a happy medium where we can just sort of yeah. see who's the best of this crop. Yeah, and, you know, up the straight, there's normally not many two excuses up the straight. Yeah, correct. You know? All right, race six is the Rose of Kingston Stakes, which is a Group 2 event over 1410. Tough race again. Mystic Journey, for me, will get the run of the race. Ran a blinder first up. Has good second up form. Likes Flemington. I think Anavisto probably gets hurt by the wide barrier. Um, well, it's going to be spending tickets to get across, isn't it? Yes. So I think, especially from 1,400 metres at Flemington, where they pretty much run straight into the bend as well. Yeah. Um, so Mystic Journey for me. Instant Celebrity had excuses last start, um, but Mystic Journey for me. Yeah, so I didn't see too much between Instant Celebrity and Betty or Mystic Journey. And I just think you're getting $6 in comparison to sort of the closer to $4. So I'm leaning more towards Instant Celebrity, but... I'll tell you what, it's getting on its last sort of chance type style with me because yep. patience is running thin. Pride of Jenny, though, another one, $61. Over race last start, in behind them. Simon Wild, there was money for it. Gate 2, I think it will lead because I wouldn't be surprised if Anavisto from 14, it will bustle across, but if it can slot in, it will slot in. It's going to get a really nice run if it gets into the field because obviously yep. we need some scratchings, but... Um, $61 again, and you're looking at over $13 to play. So, again, making sure you're not losing on the race. Main bet, instant celebrity, but also a saver. On and if you're, if you're worried about losing your money too, put the bet on, because as soon as it gets scratched, you get your money straight back, and you can take it straight back out if you want Correct. to. Correct. So. Correct. All right, now it's time for Around the Grounds. Around the Grounds, I just want to mention, uh, last week was quite good. Yours wasn't the Around the Grounds, but Curran had a very good win on uh, Friday night mm-hmm. in Mooney Valley. Home Affairs got home at $6.50, I think I got it at. So that was quite good. We had a good week last week. We did. So hopefully this week, we go again. I'm going to Doombin yep. up in Queensland. We're not allowed to cross the borders, but on sports bet, we're allowed to cross the borders to bet. Doombin, race eight, number five, Space Boy. Yeah, nice. In good form, fourth up form is good, and... I think you should win this race. He's about $3.80, which is good odds, I reckon. Yeah, so for me, I'm going with a, a superstar of a horse called Mars Crusader. Oof. There's no nature strip or Eduardo in this race. I also prefer him over 1,200 metres rather than the shorter trips. Yep. $2.50 is a great price. I'll be running it through most of my multis. Um, I was pretty unlucky last week in my around the grounds in Trivier. Got to the, yeah. um, got to the track and it was... Um, it was on season, and also the track really didn't allow for horses to run on. That's yeah, the no. likes of Animo Even and Animo Artorias. Even Animo yeah. Sort of were very unlucky. I thought Artorias was probably almost a run of the meeting last week. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 
fuck, you'd be filthy if you spend all that money to get it from New, um, Victoria up to New South Wales and they're not running on and the jockey's more than happy to sit beaten. a distance yeah. last. Not just last, fucking distance last in a group one. It's like, yep. Yeah. All right. The main event, race seven, is the Turnbull Stakes, group one, over 2,000. It's time, as Bruce Buffer would say. Yeah. Uh, I think the rain, as we've seen here in Melbourne the last few days and will continue on for the weekend, helps very elegant here. I just think she's the best 2,000-meter horse uh, in Australia, you know, in that bracket. Incentivize is the up-and-comer, but I'll go with uh, the best here and yeah, very elegant. Sir Dragon A and Colette are the dangers. Um, you got to be brave, I reckon, if you're going for a quaddie and just go with those three or four, I think, because you're going to have to go wider in the next two legs. But very elegant on top for me, just. What just. Do you want? Just. Yeah, I'm I'm actually in the other corner. Oh, I'm, you're in the you're in the blue corner. I'm in Incentivizer's corner. I she was good last time, and I was on her very elegant as I I yeah. tipped her on the show, and I just was probably more impressed with Incentivize first up at um, Flemington in the Maccabi Diva Stakes. Held off some really really nice horses. I think the extra four hundred is going to suit him. I know it will suit her as well, very elegant, but I think it's going to suit him. You know, you're going to roll to the front, control the race, and I'm just inclined at $2.80 uh, opposed to $2.30 um, because, like you said, there's not are much... You, are you worried, though, he beat a group of milers as opposed to 2,000-meter horses? Well, considering there's, you know, Caulfield Cup slash maybe even Melbourne Cup, I'm not worried at all over okay. the extra ground. I think it was a bonus that he won over a mile first yep. up. Yeah. This horse, you know, it's it's going to be a super horse. Let's let's not kid anyone. Yep. Um, and you know, very elegant from gate five will have its chance. She'll have her chance to run over the top of him. So you know, it's going to be a great race. But I'm in incentivizer's corner. All right, race eight is the Bart Cummings, which is a Group Three over twenty five hundred. You can literally pick this race out of a hat, I reckon. <laughs> I had notes for every single one of them going left, right, and saying you got horses like Pondus, who was scratched the last start we spoke about, could potentially win. Um, do note it likes a wet track. Uh, Amade Port Glalami, number eight, was a very good run uh, last time out. Shiraz, Grand Promenades, obviously, had a form here over 2,500 metres. And uh, Charlie Rose, drawing the car park, but... It's a long way to run before it gets to the finishing post. I'm sure to find some room somewhere. I think it's a very good race, and I'm just going to sit this one out. Yeah, like it's near on impossible. Um, money has come already for Wallace thing. Shiraz, um, you know, were pretty keen on Pondus before it got scratched yeah. last time. You know, Gay Waterhouse is flying, so Knight's Order, you know. I, I just, my notes were just good luck picking the quaddy. Yeah. Like, this is going to be. You could have eight and still not pick the winner. Like yeah. it's going to be brutal. So good luck for those that are playing in the quaddy. All right, now we're going to head over to the pineapple challenge. So this week we had Benny Rob, Robo, Robo, Robo from the cricket club, and he sent in the following. Hello, gents. Been loving the show. So great stuff. I thought I'd give Gaz the week off. So I'll be taking on Frizy in this week's challenge. Shouldn't be too much of a challenge given he's been on the piss all week after the D's grand final win. With the pineapple, I'll be taking a double. First leg, Ramwick, race six, number one, Mask Crusader. 
A little disappointing last start, but I expect him to bounce back here leading into the Everest. Next leg, Flemington, race seven, number four. Very elegant, taking the class here, and I think she mows them down late. For your 50, that should get you around 300. You can thank me later. Over to you, Fryzy. Well, he's, he's right about one thing. I did have a good shake of a few bottles of beer yeah, and scotch. The and, sherbets. You know, you name it, yeah. I had it. So, so, But as if you haven't been stressed enough, he's now put more pressure on you by trying to beat him this week. Well, I am going to play the card that I am undefeated in this challenge. Yep. I've had one contender come up against me, yep. and he was sorry that he did. Yeah. So I think Robbo is going to be the same because, like I said, you know, not that long ago, I'm in a centivizer's corner in comparison to Very Elegant. I think Mask Crusader will win, so I think he'll get the first leg. You're in incentivized form as well, pick fences. So I am pretty confident this week. I'm going to play it a little bit differently. I'm going to have $15 a win on Tutu Kaka, yep. which I spoke about earlier at 7, so that's 105 And then I'm going to have $15 a win on Glint of Hope at 9s, which is 135 Yep. And then I'm going to try and play it a little bit safe. I'm going to do a $20 place multi with both of those horses and get $6.72, so around $130. So. Yep. You know, they they both win happy days, well and truly well and truly covering his 300 that he's trying to win. Yep. Um, but we're still going to have a profit if both of them place or if one of them wins. So playing it, in my opinion, fairly safe. Um, and like I said, I expect both of those horses to run really, really well. All right. The lucky last is McGregor Portables Paris Lane Stakes, which is over 1,410 metres. Another, probably the second toughest leg of the quarter here. Asar's obviously the one to beat, favourite uh, form around Sierra Sue, who we saw win a group one the other week. I'll go with Mr. Tipler each way here. I just think excellent first up form, likes Flemington, 1,400 metres, likes a wet track. A few to mention too uh, for your quarter numbers, more Varda, Tavi, Dance and Mystery Shot. I think on their day are all uh, good enough to win a race like this. I just think they pick and choose when their day is a bit. Um, but if you're going to have a quarter, I'd definitely include those. Tough race, um, Mr. Tipler each way. Yeah, the reason I didn't go Mr. Tipler is because it's only sort of nine weeks, so I don't think he would have actually gone, and it was interstate, I believe, his last race. So I don't think yeah. he would have gone into the paddock as such. I think he would have just transferred down, maybe had a week or two in one of the yards and then back yeah. in. So I don't know if I'd classify it as a spell, I know it goes down in the book as a spell because over six days. He did days. have a jump pad in between every seven. So I just, you know, I'm just thinking that perhaps that horse is sort of deepish into the prep and they're just trying to spark it up to try and grab one um, during the carnival maybe. Yep. Um, I thought between the top two would be um, the winner, but I'm going with Crosshaven at $11. I like a lot of value this weekend. Now, third up, it's ready to peak. Gets better as it gets into its prep. Last time, Flemington 1400 was sitting outside the leader in the race where Ayrton got beat. Now, there was a gale blowing during that race, and yep. every horse that was exposed to it ran terrible. So the leader, um, Ayrton obviously got beat. I wouldn't say he ran terrible, but he got beat yep. um, when he expected to win. And obviously, uh, Crosshaven was expected to finish a lot closer than what it did. Every horse that had cover... Basically ran over the top of them, had a really good run. Third up, 1,400 metres, gate three. If we get this rain, three goes on us off, three wins. Three wins, yeah. I'm just, you know, looking at the value, $11 and $3.50. For me, very, very good play. 
I'm going to be going on Crosshaven to finish the day. All right, now it's time for the final furlong. They head down to the final furlong. Gaz, what's your backet? Backet Zutori for me. I just think he's the best of the day for me. What do you like? I've gone, well, it's not really on the weekend. So, Ooh. obviously... A futures backet. Uh, a Labor Day public holiday on Monday yes. up at New South Wales. Fittingly, they put it the day after the NRL Grand Final. Yep. Well done, Gladys. She hasn't yep. been getting a lot of praise lately, but she has played that very well. So, race three, a horse called Battleton. So, strong gate three, Colette, Bjorn Baker. Bjorn Baker's getting winners. Yep. He's getting plenty yes. of winners at the moment. If you watch this horse's first up um, race, it was green. He was just green as all shit. Ran past um, a horse that's had two starts for two seconds, and the horse that won its first start also then went on and won its uh, or won the first start that Adios was in. That then yep. went on and won its next one. So the form's been franked around this horse, and this horse was green. It was over racing. It was doing all sorts of things. Wouldn't be surprised if they let it roll. Sit closer to the speed because it's at last in this race. They've learned a bit about him. I think six dollars fifty is terrific, terrific value. Yep. If you can get you know over two dollars to place each way, um, and I think he'll be winning on Monday. So Lovely. one, if you did have a bad weekend, to get you sort of get a back. little bit back. Get back. All right, give me some quality numbers, guys. Uh, Flemington quality, uh, race six, leg one of the quality two, three, seven, nine, and fifteen. Uh, leg two, race number seven, three, four, and eight. Uh, leg three, race number eight, four, five, eight, ten, eleven, and the lucky last, one, two, five, nine, eleven, and thirteen. And for forty-five dollars, you will get ten percent, and I reckon you'll pay all right. So ten percent is a good chunk. Um, can I have some multiwas, please? All right, the mud's multi. So to do Kaka to place, glint of hope to place, mask crusader to place. Trying to play it a little bit safer. Give me odds. Nine dollars. Very good. Nine dollars. I'll play that. All right. Now we didn't get an email as such, but I did get a message from I won't name him yep. at the moment. Yep. Um, can you please ask Gaz? Yep. How? Oh, this is a hand like a written message. Well, it was it was sent okay. to me in yep. um, through social media. Yep. In, in my he, he slid into my DMs. Oh. Um, can you please ask Gaz? He's collected three quaddies. How I have lost money on every single one of those quaddies. Well, don't you're an idiot for following me for a start. <laughs> um, yeah, I, well, I'll say a bit bit unlucky. I mean, last week I had thirty three percent of the quaddie. So you had a third of the quaddie and lost money. Literally a third of the quaddie. Most ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time, that would get you a massive profit margin. And the one week we have a dollar twenty favorite wins, we don't get it. Well, but this week I'm I'm confident. This week I'm you get I get confident with the bigger fields because you can pick winners and they're going to be a big odds. Yeah, I think the message was more about yes, I've only collected the quaddy once, but they got a big return on their bet. So I think the listeners are asking for a little bit more gas. They don't want to get a winner, but then lose money. So this week, can we give them some guarantee? that we're going to make a profit. You have my guarantee. Beautiful. There it is. All right. Good note to finish on, I reckon. Very good note to finish on. So, as always, good we, vibes re- only. we remind everyone, gamble responsibly. Just a short reminder, we do this on a Thursday, so the odds are correct as of Thursday. Yep. 
and we wish you all the best of luck this weekend. Good luck. Thanks for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Happy punting.